Welcome to Scale School, my friends. I'm Dan Bolton, and my purpose here is simple. I wanna help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger, life gets better. Here we will be talking everything from getting clients, keeping clients, teams, leadership, but most importantly, making scaling simple and fun again. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope you get a ton out of today's episode. In this video, I'm gonna break down my schedule as a seven-figure coach, both how I started before I set seven figures, how it's evolved over time, but more importantly, the five key things that you need to think about when it comes to scheduling your time for maximum effectiveness and uh, fulfillment so that you're not just hustling your face off and hating your life. So let me flash back, 2018, step into the online space. I have no idea what I'm doing. Let me just give you an insight into my schedule, right? It was lots of different energy in way too many directions. Like I was, I, I mean, the first week, I spent like three or four days trying to build a website. So if that gives you some kind of insight of how I was spending my time, I was spending it very poorly. I didn't have many clients to work with. I didn't actually have much work that needed to be done. And so early on, I was just throwing any and every bit of attention I had into what I thought was gonna move the business forward. The problem was, I didn't know what those things were, right? And that'll kind of bring me to lesson one in just a moment. But I was spending all sorts of time on the wrong things, right? It's the equivalent of like sitting there designing a logo or a business card or trying to find the perfect domain or the perfect name for business. All of that stuff was rubbish, but that was what I was focusing my time on. Now, if you flash forward, this might be describing more of how you uh, are spending a lot of your time at the moment. So 2020 and 2021, uh, obviously defined by COVID, uh, all of the people that were doing in-person things are now online. And that was the era of Zoom for me. And so if we walk through a week, right, Monday through Friday, there was no distinction of one day to the next. Every day looked similar. Now, I had certain calls on certain days with uh, team members, with clients and things like that. But basically, my time was like, I'd wake up early in the morning, right? I'd maybe have a shower, <laughs> like have a shower, all that kind of stuff. And I say maybe because uh, I was in New Zealand and I was working on American time, a lot of it. And so I was waking up really early. I was going to work. I was starting at the computer at like 5.30 a.m. or 6 a.m. And then basically I would start calls right away. Now what would happen is due to my schedule and due to client schedules, I would have little gaps of time in between the calls. And so I'd have half an hour here and 15 minutes here and an hour here. So that's where I was supposed to do like my creative work, right? So I was on like hours of Zoom calls, whether it's sales calls or team calls or client calls, then I'd have little spaces where I was trying to work like on the business, not in the business, or trying to create a piece of content for a training, but it was a shambles. Literally, Monday through Friday, morning through afternoon, I was basically on Zoom calls. But I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought that's what all people did at Seven Figures. I thought that was the way to spend my time. The problem was I was freaking miserable out of my mind. So much so that on a particular day, I remember hitting a specific low point where I'd been on so many calls throughout that day, but I'd also been trying to be smart and be hyper hydrated so that during a Zoom call, I had to do the unthinkable. I had to pee in a Zoom, pee, pee in a Zoom bottle, pee in a bottle on a Zoom call. And that for me was like when I realized like, hey, maybe what I'm doing right now is like not sustainable and not the greatest thing because I was on so many calls and spending my time in that way, it was just miserable. Like my eyesight felt strained, my, I didn't feel productive. Even though we were growing as a business, it, it wasn't me spending time in my zone of genius. 
Now flash forward, let me describe what a week looks like for me as I'm on track for seven figures profit this year. Not just seven figures of revenue, I've been kind of at that seven figures of revenue averaging over 100K a month and a lot more um, for about 30 something, 40 months, let's say. But now I'm on track for seven figures in profit but my weeks look really different, okay? So let me just break down how I walk through my weeks, uh, and then I'll talk about the five key decisions that you need to make, regardless of the stage you're at, in order to be able to make sure that you're maximizing the time that you're spending in your business, and also doing it in such a way that you actually enjoy the time that you're spending. So. Uh, there are two big days in my week, Tuesdays and Fridays. These are my call days. So I'm in Bali and I and this is a sacrifice I'm willing to make to build the business that I, I wanna build. I get up at five on those days. I start calls at 5.30 on Tuesdays and Fridays. I'm on this side of the world. Most of my clients are in Europe or in um, America. And so I have to start earlier. And so typically what will happen is I'll have about six hours of calls on those two days. Now that is not uninterrupted time, but my point is those two days are themed that way. Tuesdays and Fridays, I'm not creating content. I'm not doing anything else. I'm not, uh, you know, creating modules. I am fully focused on the calls. And so what will happen is I'll have probably kind of 60 to 90 minutes of calls, and then I'll have a, a 15 to 30 minute break in between those things. And that's Tuesdays and Fridays for me. Now, beyond kind of midday on those days, I then need to get out of my head. I'm like typically pretty fried at the end of that. And so I might have a sauna, I might go for a walkout, walk out, I might go for a walk, I might hit a workout, um, but I'm trying to like reset. But before I hit my family, that sounds so bad. Before I spend time with my family, uh, hit the beach with them, something like that, uh, I need to have a mental reset, okay? But that's Tuesdays and Fridays. Wednesday is content creation day. So that's literally where I'm at today, I'm already three or four videos deep. I might shoot one more uh, after this one. And so Wednesdays for me, I'm not doing any client work. I'm not doing any client calls. I am 100% focused on content creation. And then Mondays and Thursdays are focused on projects and different like, uh, I might shoot any content I wasn't able to shoot on Wednesday. I might shoot on Thursday. At the moment, I'm creating a lot of modules for con uh, content and clients. So. I might uh, shoot that on a Monday and a Thursday, but my point being is that my days are themed. So if I walk you through Monday through Friday, Monday is like projects, which might be content, might be creating curriculum, might be something else. Tuesdays, calls and nothing else. Wednesdays, shooting content and nothing else. Thursdays, projects and content. And then Fridays, I'm back on calls. Throughout the week, I will also be doing some sales. So there is no set times that I do for that. I close all clients through the DMs. And I basically, whenever I have a free moment throughout those days, I might check my phone, but I kind of batch it more. So I might go on a walk, uh, let's say Thursday morning, I turn on Messenger, I hop on the phone that has Messenger because I have two phones, and then I basically close some deals like that. But I'm not always available, I'm not always on, I'm not always selling, I need to batch those things. Now, you might be listening to my schedule and going like, that sounds really nice, right? Because it, it is, it, I have a lot of free time, I have a lot of white space in the calendar, and obviously I didn't get here overnight. But regardless of the stage of your business you're at, there are definitely some principles that I have learned and how I schedule my week as a seven-figure coach that will help you no matter what. So there are five things. The first thing I wanna to talk to you about is focusing on revenue generating activities. So if, you t if we flash back again to that 2018 season, 
I was focused on all the wrong things because I didn't know where my time was supposed to be spent. But for you as the CEO, the majority of your time should be spent on revenue generating activities. Things that move the needle in two areas, either on getting clients or keeping clients. So that will look differently in different seasons. If you're in a season where you're setting for yourself, where you're taking sales calls, where you're doing all the coaching, those things might be more time consuming than in other seasons, but the point is those are revenue generating activities for you. And so what you wanna do is have the majority of your week focused on those things. You should be able to look at your calendar and see how most of the things you're doing are helping you get more clients or keeping the clients that you have, right? And extending that lifetime value, getting the results and so on and so forth. But this is a lens through which you have to uh, use to make sure that you're always focused in on your zone of genius. Because if you're looking at it through the lens going, where am I spending my time and are these mostly towards revenue generating activities, what you might find, which is what I found in my business, is that over time, I'm spending a lot of time on things that are not those things. I'm dealing with like Stripe billing issues, a client's card failed, I'm following up, hey, do you need me to update your card? I'm clearing Slack channels, I'm doing all these different things that are not generating revenue. And so that brings me to point number two, you need to buy your time back. So as your business grows and as the stages of your business evolve, there are gonna be more things for you to do. And either you make the foolish decision which many people make, which is you just choose to do more, or you choose to hire the right people to buy back your time so you can continue to focus on the most important revenue generating activities for that season of your business. So let me take you through a really simple example. So. Dan in 2018 was doing all the admin, right? A new client comes on board, I'm doing all of the onboarding, I'm sending out contracts, whatever it might be. I'm following up with client's payment issues. If a client needs a link to a training, I'm the one who's sending that out and so on and so forth. Then I hire a virtual assistant and all of a sudden I buy a lot of my time back. So now they're doing the administration stuff and I'm focusing on the more revenue generating activities that make season for that season of business. Sorry, make sense for that season of business. And so when you think about your time right now, you might be going through a quantum leap of sorts. Maybe your business is growing. And so you realize that the season that you've been in the DMs might be coming to a close where you go, you know, I actually need an appointment setter. So you get an appointment setter and you buy back some of your time. So now your time is spent on coaching the appointment setter and taking the sales calls amongst other things. Eventually you might end up being off the sales calls yourself. And so now you have a closer. And so now your best revenue generating activities are now focused on coaching the sales team. Right? You might be in delivery early on in your business where you're doing all the coaching and then over time you might evolve to a point where someone else is doing the coaching for you. The point is that as your business grows, the way you spend your time should change and evolve too. And the lens you wanna be looking at it through is how do I buy back more of my time so that I can focus on what's most important for the business, these revenue generating activities for this particular season at the stage that makes most sense for me. So that's like the first one, revenue generating activities, that's a mouthful to say. And the number two, buying back your time. Number three, and this is a huge key, and hopefully you picked up on it when I was explaining how my schedule looks now, is you want to batch your tasks together. And what I mean by that is, rather than trying to do what I did in 2020 and 2021, which is, Every day was chaos, there was no theme, there was no portions of the days that had theme and I was trying to fit in every task and every project in and between all of the calls and things like that. You wanna batch similar tasks together. So as much as you can, right? You might uh, allocate a certain period of the day for sales calls. You might 
uh, allocate a certain period of the day for coaching calls. What you might wanna do is allocate a period of your day where you are managing uh, creation, like content creation, and you're only doing it on Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings. Whatever it is, what you wanna save yourself from is the energy that you spend in context switching. So what happens is when you go from a coaching call and then you try and go and create a piece of content and then you go to another coaching call and then you go to a sales call and then try and create more content, what you've done is you've gone through three different, completely different environments that require different parts of your brain that require different levels of energy. And what you wanna do is be able to knock out similar tasks in a smaller time span so that you stay in that one vein of energy and then you knock all of that out actually faster, right? So rather than having five coaching calls spread out across the day, what if you knocked them out in the first two hours of the day or at the last two hours of the day? And this brings me to a, a great point that I've heard Hormozzi talk about, which even at his busiest, he would not really take any calls before noon, right? So he would batch his time where all of his book writing, all of his content creation, all of that stuff happened between kind of 5 a.m. when he woke up and 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. in the middle of the day. And then he would start taking calls. He would take podcast interviews. He would meet with team and so on and so forth. So you want to look at your schedule and start to align it in such a way that whether it's theming days or just batching tasks in certain portions of the day, that you want to save your time and your energy as much as you can by thinking smarter, not just trying to hustle harder. It also reminds me of uh, something that Tim Ferriss talked about in the four hour work week, where he said, rather than check your email 15 times a day, right? And for you, it might be like your Facebook or your Messenger or your Instagram. What if you only checked it twice? Like what would be the worst case that would happen instead of checking it all throughout the day, you only checked it at 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. This is an example of batching. So you wanna be looking at your schedule, looking at your priorities, looking at your projects and going, how can I work smarter by batching the similar tasks together? Number four, and I, I talk about this often, and this is so important, you wanna manage energy, not time. We think about time in terms of something that's being equal, right? It's like, we think like a dollar is a dollar, is a dollar, right? If, if you have a dollar and I have a dollar, we have the same amount of money, but if, I spend an hour doing one thing and you spend an hour doing another thing, That the results of that hour, that output of the hour might look really, really different depending on the intensity of the energy we bring to that hour of work. And so one of the things you need to learn to do is as you learn to batch, you also need to ride the rhythms of your energy throughout the day. I know for me, if I was trying to shoot this video at 5 p.m. at night, it would be complete crap because my energy is going down because I wanna to go to bed soon. Like I'm like winding down for the day. I know for me, it's better off earlier in the day. For example, on Zoom calls, I can, even though like right now my time zones uh, mean that I have to get up earlier, if I had to choose, I would have my Zoom calls later in the day. And so what you wanna understand is how you work. It's not about adopting my schedule or adopting my work rhythm. It's about finding out what works best for you and understanding that there are different peaks in the day for different levels of energy. Like some people love working out in the morning and some people love working out in the evening. It's not just about time management, it often comes down to energy management, where you feel you have the most energy and get the most energy to do that certain task at that certain time. And so when you think about batching, you don't just wanna think about it from a productivity piece, all right, I'll do calls here and, and uh, content here and admin here. You also wanna think about it from a holistic perspective. Where is my energy highest? Where is my energy lowest? And what tasks require what energy from me 
at what times? And then number five, and this is such a key piece, your life and business runs off cycles and seasons. And so whatever it is you commit to doing, when you, when you dream of, when you figure out your ideal schedule, it's not about marrying anything. You do not have to pick a schedule and then stick to it forever. There are some seasons that are like, maybe kind of how we describe more push seasons, where you have more energy, you have bigger goals to accomplish, and so you're gonna be working harder in this season than maybe another season, right? We think about this oftentimes in terms of the yearly seasons, right? During summer, you might work less right? Makes sense because you want to freaking get outside and get a suntan and get out of that fluorescent lit, hue lighting, crazy dark office you call, you know, your Zoom room or your Zoom room you call your office or whatever, right? You want to get out into the sun. And so from that perspective, uh, you're going to structure your time differently in summer than in winter. Now, this makes sense uh, from that perspective, but also what you realize is that internally, you actually have different intentions for every season you find yourself in. Like I was on a call with a client yesterday, and one of the hallmarks of what I really help people do typically is reduce their workload. So most people come to me overworked, and I help them simplify and massively reduce the amount of hours by putting in the right systems and team and process and all of that. But here I was with a client, and he was saying, dude, I'm, right now I'm working from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., and I'm loving it. It all feels like play to me. I feel like I'm in a season of growth. I feel like I really want to scale. And so I'm not here to say like, that's the wrong way to do it. That sounds perfect for him in this season. Even for me at the end of this month, uh, you know, I'm reflecting on the month that's been, I've enrolled stacks of clients this month. I think we're like 28 clients in three weeks. So it's been more of a push, more of a kind of an energetic give um, than I'm used to, right? More hours, more work. It's been kind of a bigger load this month. That's not gonna be something I try to sustain. That's not my intention for the season. That's not the cycle I find myself in. And so I'm then gonna recalibrate into kind of a new season where I'm traveling back to New Zealand in a couple of weeks, right? I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna reevaluate for the second half of the year. So understanding that you don't just have to pick a schedule and treat every week and month and year as being the same as the last. We actually wanna be true to the season and we cycle we find ourselves in sometimes we feel like we might be on the verge of burnout. So it might be time to pull our uh, foot off the pedal, so to speak. Even if you feel like you're giving up massive opportunities to grow. Even if you feel like everyone around you is crushing goals and you feel embarrassed you're not doing the same, you wanna be true to the season you find yourself in. So I'm hoping this has been a helpful framework for you to kind of think about your week. The, the most important thing I wanna clarify for you is, you know, my schedule is mine and I've created it with my ideal life and business in mind. You might find a completely different way to schedule your time and, and schedule your energy around your goals. The point is that you find something that works for you. Don't be me, don't be someone else build a business that you actually love and it starts by understanding how you want to spend your time and what your ideal days look like. So the five things just recapping is number one, you want to get really good at identifying and focusing on your revenue generating activities. Number two, as your business grows, you want to be able to buy back your time so that you're focused on the least important stuff for you based on your skill set and your zone of genius so you can focus on the most important stuff that's going to move the needle forward in your business. Number three, batch tasks that are similar to one another. Do not constantly context switch with a chaotic day where you go from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. As much as you can, theme your days or theme portions of your days so similar tasks are batched together. Number four, learn to manage energy, not time. Not every hour is created equal. So figure out what uh, parts of the day your energy peaks, 
what parts dip and what tasks require what amount of energy. And then number five, just like the earth, just like nature, we operate on cycles and seasons. You need to understand the cycle and the season that you find yourself in so you can give your best energy uh, towards the goals that you have for this particular time. You don't have to work the same year round. You don't even have to work the same a week around. You can absolutely figure out what the season demands of you so that you can fully align with giving it everything you have for the purpose of this time in your life. So I'm hoping this is helpful. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you in another video. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scale School. I hope you found something valuable in today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do that so you can be notified every time we drop future episodes. And if you and I have not already connected, feel free to track me down on any one of the social media platforms. My big head and smiling face are no doubt gonna be there. And you can just search my name, Dan Bolton, and we can connect there. But thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in a future episode.